Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 44, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jez Hunt. everybody it's really lovely to be with you again this is episode 44 and um we thought we'd have a little look back over the year can't believe this is the last one of this year 2022 that we're recording jay i know i know we started back in i just had to check on my notes we started um, the first one went out on the 28th of february this year 2022 so and we're wow. already on episode 44 in december wow amazing isn't it absolutely amazing and it seems that you know one of the things that i've noticed as we've we've um recorded these podcasts is that um we've got recurring themes that they all kind of seem to interlink with each other yeah do, do you agree and and it and it's not been done intentionally has it it just seems to have, have worked like that um as we've been guided by our intuition um as to the subjects that we need to to talk about but i think it's kind of important to maybe look at those underlying themes just to remind people of of um of what's really important and um as we move forward yeah i think for me one of the things that stood out most uh well not most there's lots of things that stand out but sort of through recurring themes, I think the first thing that stands out is responsibility, taking responsibility for our own healing, for our own journey, for our own actions. And not so much putting, um, you know, we, we, we can, it can be very easy to um, uh, blame other people or, or, or um, yeah, blame other people, say that things happen because of someone else rather than taking responsibility for the bits that we we have control over. So um, Mahatma Gandhi, I think it was his famous quote, one of his quotes was, um, no one can hurt you unless you let them. Yes, that's very true. And so I think one of the key underlying things that has happened this year with the various, yeah, and it's dipped in and out of various podcasts that we've done, sessions that we've done, has been, it's our responsibility, our life, our health, our, our everything, what we want to manifest, it's, it's our responsibility. So I think for me, one of the most important underlying themes this year, well, all the time, but has come out this year with these podcasts is, that we need to take responsibility. We need to just, you know, own it. Step up and own it. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the thing is as well, you know, um, we can't change anybody else. The only person that we can change is ourselves. And that's another reason why we need to take responsibility is because we need to go inward. We need to look at what it is that um, makes us feel uncomfortable because it's something within us that we need to be addressing. Um, and and by taking responsibility, we're saying, yeah, okay, I'm going to look at my part in this um, and see what I need to put in to change things to to make them um, to make them different to to change. It. And, and when you change yourself, it changes things for other people. So if you have made a change, you've forgiven somebody, you've um, 
put something into place, it then changes the way that people react and respond to you. It changes um, where where you're going in life, but only you can make that change. Yeah. If you act differently, other people will react differently. Yeah, if you and act the same, yeah, yeah. If you act, if you keep acting the same, you don't change anything about you. Then why should anyone change what they do? But we don't have to change other people. No, because we, it's not our place to, in actual fact. Well, it, it, it's not it's their journey. <laughs> it, it's not, but we don't have to, and that's the you know the, the joy of this is actually it's very very simple. All we need to do is focus on ourselves, being happy, being content, being loving, being kind, being heart led. Because if we change ourselves, that changes our behaviours. It changes our thought patterns. It changes what we do, the actions that we take. The actions that we take that affect other people, that, that other people are interacting with, are different. They're more loving, more kind. The energy behind them is different then the way they react or respond will be different. So then they will react differently to you, which means that they might well change something within themselves in the way they speak to other people or, or act or interact with other people. So it's a ripple effect. And yes, the beauty absolutely. of this is it's not about changing the world. It's about changing us. If, if I change me, that will have an impact on the world, a positive impact on the world. Absolutely. And, and also... When we change ourselves and we're kinder, we're more loving, um, we we can have a big impact on others around us yeah. and, and make um and and make a big change in their world. So we might not it, you know, the, the the ripple effect does get a bit diluted as it's going out, but it still has an effect on on everybody. But when we're kinder, more loving towards someone that can make a big difference to their world especially if they've got lots of stuff going on for themselves and they're they're perhaps struggling with whatever's going on so um you know we we can have a huge impact on others around us just by doing the work on ourselves and um um shifting into a more heart-centered more loving um way of being yeah absolutely and that actually leads into to the second key sort of underlying theme for me is heart-centred versus head-centred. You know, being in our heart as much as possible. Ideally, all the time. I mean, whether anyone ever re reaches that ideal, I don't know. I, I certainly haven't. I mean, I still find myself in my head. I'm just much more aware of when it's happening and can stop myself and take that pause and respond differently and go into my heart center and but again underlying theme we when we're in our heads we're creating stuff that isn't necessarily there we're reacting or responding to stuff that isn't necessarily real we're making it real by our thoughts but it's not it doesn't have to be our reality because we can change it because it's just a thought and yet yeah, we can but spend... thoughts, thoughts can become actions. So we yes. need to be careful what we think. Yes, they can. Um, yes, they can. And so where I'm going with this is what I mean is if we go into our hearts, if we're in our heart centre and we feel what is right, then the actions we take that will come from the thoughts that come from those feelings will be positive, loving, heart centred for the highest good of all. Yeah. When we're in our heads, so... If I'm 
harboring a grudge against someone who wronged me, in air quotes, 20 years ago. And I'm putting out negative energy and I'm still going over how vile they are and how horrible they were to me and how it's affected my life and how rubbish my life is. That will lead to actions that won't help me move forwards. They're going to attract more of that negativity to me. Yes, yeah, so I highlight to you that you you need to deal with it. So it's so where, what I'm what I mean. So yes, whatever we think leads to action. So if we want to have the positive thoughts, it's not about being in your head and trying to understand it. It's about going into your heart and trying to feel it. Yeah, absolutely. This this is what I um I say to my cosmic heart students all the time. You know, it's you've got to stay out of your head and in your heart and really feel things. Does this feel right? Does this feel like it's for the highest good? Is this what makes me happy? Is it what is it what makes my heart sing? And we really need to learn to be more connected with our heart center. Yeah. Um, because then we can recognize when we are in our hearts and when we are, are in our heads, because when we're in our heads, we tend to over overanalyze things. Whereas when we're in our hearts, we can feel what's right. We can feel what's what's not right. We we just know when um, when things are correct, um, and and we know what it is that we need to address. Whereas when we're in our heads, it's very easy then to be in that over analytical state, and it's his fault, it's her fault. Well, I was okay until they came into my life, um, instead of taking that step back and thinking, well, why have they come into my life? What is it that they're here to teach me? What am I here to teach them? Um, what, therefore, do I need to address and and change in my life? Um, but also, I think, you know, it's really important as well to remember that we need to learn to, to love ourselves first and foremost. Yeah. You know, first love yourself. Fly. fly as we did. Yeah, yeah fly. Um, because... If you don't truly love yourself and accept yourself and accept that you, you know, there are things you need to heal, there are things that you need to address, then you can't truly love anybody else. It's very easy to get into that blame game mm -hmm. rather than um, acknowledging your part in things and accepting that it's part of your journey. It's part of your learning and development. It's part of your growth as a person. It's part of your healing journey. Um, and it's part of your purpose to to have this growth and to come to a greater understanding of yourself. Yeah. And that, uh, that again, links with another underlying theme of boundaries. We've, we've yeah. mentioned, although we had an episode on boundaries, I think episode 11, um, we also have talked about boundaries at, in various episodes. And, you know, boundaries for yourself, as well as boundaries of how others, you allow others to interact with you. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and putting boundaries in place is actually quite a loving thing to do. Um, and um, it's loving towards yourself because it's it's acknowledging to yourself what is acceptable to you and what isn't acceptable. And that's OK. Yeah. And that may change as time goes on, as as you move along your journey, um, your healing journey. And, and and that's just part of your growth and part of understanding things on a different level and um, and moving forward. Yeah, I mean boundaries aren't they're not something that you necessarily set once and then 
never change and, and you know, they're, they're right for you in that moment or for a period of time or in a particular situation. They... Yeah, absolutely. I, I would suggest as well that we set boundaries on a subconscious level too, hmm. but people don't always pick up on them. And and sometimes we have to make them clear in the physical, but but a lot of our boundaries are set on the subconscious and will change on the subconscious as well as we change and, and come to a greater understanding of ourselves. Yeah. So what was a what was another one, another key thing for you that stood out this year? Um I think it's listening to your heart. Mm. That's so important to me. It's um learning to listen to your heart so that you do what makes your heart sing and and when you listen to your heart and you work with your intuition you step into flow and you know the the people that need to cross your path will cross your path the people that can help you with whatever it is you're trying to achieve will touch base with you everything you know the the universe will work with you to bring everything into alignment to help you to be able to move forward and achieve what what makes your heart sing um but it's also listening to your heart to to really feel what is for your highest good and and also remembering that we need to be self-serving first of all so that we're doing everything that we're doing for the highest good and that doesn't mean that we don't help other people but we need to make sure that what we are doing when we're supporting other people is for our highest good as well as their highest good. So I kind of think it's, you know, um, it is about really listening to your heart and learning to trust yourself as well. And and that's something that I've, <laughs> I've had issues with over the years because of things that have happened and I've probably not listened to my intuition as much as I should have done. And it's been, um, it's been a real work in progress, but I'm, I'm much more comfortable with it, but trusting yourself trusting what you're feeling especially when you go into your heart you know learning to trust what your heart's telling you what your intuition is telling you so that um so that you do what's right for you yeah i just when as you were talking i got linked to a really nice visualization of f flow versus life <laughs> um and that is if you imagine that when you're in flow that life is like that along a river so you're in a boat moving on the river going downstream so you're going with the flow of the water and along the banks of the river are all the people you're meant to meet and connect with and all the events that are meant to happen that you're meant to be aligned with and and it's all just along that river and if we step into flow we're traveling down that and we're connecting with like you said we're connecting with the people we're meant to connect with and the things that we're that the universe is laid out for us or we, we can be involved with are there for us versus the humanness part of us that decides not to get on the river and go in the boat but to pick out a machete and start hacking their way through the jungle and trying to find out what it is desperately you know, and you know, you're putting all this effort into chop down the vines so you can take these three steps forwards and that's yeah. that's how it can be you know it, and it is as in my experience as well, it's as simple as sometimes it's as simple as just doing a meditation, getting into your heart and you step into flow. It's as simple as just step off the bank onto the boat and go rather than hacking your way through life, trying to make sense of it all and trying to find the things that you desperately want in air quotes because yeah, they're there absolutely. for you. 
yeah, it, it is all there and the universe will will provide it for you. But it's it's it comes back to trusting yourself, doesn't it? It's so important to, to learn to trust yourself and taking taking that moment as well, whether it's in meditation or whether it's um, getting outside into nature or whether it's just sitting down with a good book or just saying, you know what, I need half an hour for me. I need to just be. I need to just be and and we can just be in so many different ways we can do that by going out in nature and um shutting off the chatter in the head and just soaking up the energies noticing the the flowers noticing the trees noticing the birds all those kinds of things we can do it by getting lost in a really good book we can do it by getting lost in a in a really good film with a good story um the we can do it by going into a meditation it's whatever works for you really that's what's important we can do it by I mean I do it by doing my paintings I'm sure you yeah. do as well yeah. sometimes I just think you know what I need to go and do a painting I, I need to shut off and just be and and do something creative that that I don't have to think about I just work from my heart with it um and I think that's that's something that's very important. We all live such busy, stressful lives and um, we need to slow down. We need to recognise that it's OK to take time out. It's OK to just be. So for me, that's another really important thing that we've kind of chatted about a bit um, in different podcasts. But, it, you know, it's so important. And, and when we take that time out, and I remember years ago when I first started meditating and I was in a very demanding sales job, um there'd be days where I was just like stressed out <laughs> right the way up to the top of my head kind of thing and I would just think you know what I'm having half an hour for me and I'd switch the phone off switch the computer off and I, I'd be working at home and, I, and I've done it where I've sat in the car actually as well um parked up and sat in the car and just meditated and I just would shut off and think if my boss wants me it's tough he's gonna have to wait for half an hour um and I would go and do that meditation and just shut off and be and I then would find that I'd have calmed down I'd be in a better space and I was more productive yeah. because because I'd um got myself into into a space that that felt better and I, I think you know so so often we find ourselves under pressure to keep doing things and, and I've got to get on to the next thing and I've got this great big long list of things that need doing when actually what we need to do is prioritize and prioritize time for for ourselves as well so it's about self-serving as well so that we can be our best selves and our most productive selves as well especially when we're in the, the work situation or if we've got lots of things that we need to get done at home or for the family or, or whatever it might be so you know just allowing yourself to have time to be is really important too yeah and we, we we touched on as you just said you know, we, we did touch on a, we've touched on a number of um i call them obstacles so things like overwhelmed fears um we talked about phobias we talked about things that can stop us from doing the things we want to do so things like meditation walking in nature all those uh, mindfulness things that we can do help us to deal with um things like overwhelm because we talked about this quite a lot in the overwhelm session mm. and when episode 19 for those listeners that want to find it um and 
but it's the, the it's the the fact that all these things happen um, that we then allow. Um, yeah, we do allow. We allow them to stop us doing the things we want to do. So, having a list of fifty-eight things you need to do. I've I I I'm a I'm a fan of lists. I don't mind having lists. I use lists. I do. Uh, I did have a tendency of having a an ongoing list of everything. But when you get to three months and something hasn't been done and it's still on the bottom of that it's still on the list I start I mean I don't leave it three months now but I just started questioning well does it even need to be there if I can't do it in three months it can't be that important if other things come in as more important so I tend to work on a much more inflow basis now but what's interesting is that I don't get overwhelmed because I don't have a list of 58 things that I need to do tomorrow and it has to be done. I deal with the things that need to be done as they come up and I need to do them. It doesn't mean I don't, oh, that's come up. Yes, I need to do that. And I need, it's okay, I'll schedule that in for that day. I'll do it then. But then it's dealt with. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it until that day and it flags up on my, you need to do this today because you've got to pay the the car tax or the phone bill or the what you know whatever it might be but it's a lot of overwhelm is something that we create for ourselves mm. when we don't necessarily have to so we might put something down that might be important to go on the list in that moment but it's not important enough to deal with in that moment but if it's still on there after a week i would start questioning well actually is it actually does it even need to be on the list really for example. Yeah. And I think that that comes back to, you know, us putting pressure on ourselves mm. and, and um, feeling that we have to be everything and do everything and to everyone and everything when we don't. No. And it comes to episode. To learn to prioritize. Yeah. And episode 26. And this has come up for me with clients this week asking for help. Yeah. You know, we can get into that realm of feeling that we have to do everything. No, we don't. It's okay to ask for help. There's a strength to ask for help. Yeah. As long as you're asking in the right way for the right reasons. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, so don't be afraid to ask for help. Yes. it's just, And it's also, it's not just being not being afraid to ask for help but it's also recognizing your own limitations as well and 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 not pushing yourself so far that you you stress yourself out and that's something that I've had to learn over the the last few years you know because I I know I know that I used to get really really stressed when I was younger because I felt under pressure to achieve being in sales jobs I was a single mum with two children that needed my attention I had parents that needed support. We had parents that needed support. Um, yeah. And, and you know, and, and Sarah came at the bottom of the pile. Whereas now I'm much more able to say no when it doesn't feel right for me to be involved in something or doing something. Um, and I prioritise much better. I still get stressed from time to time. Who doesn't? But, but it's, you know, I'm more able to deal with it and to recognize that, hold on a minute, step back. Why are you feeling like this? What is it you need to do? 
Do you need to prioritize? Do you need to say no? Do you need to um, um, deal with things in a in a you know in a different way to the the way that you're dealing with them? What what is really going on here? Um, so so yeah, the, the, there's we put pressure on ourselves so much. Yeah, that's so, not yeah. necessary. <laughs> I think another underlying theme that sort of came across to me is. You know, we, we talked about going into our heart centre and staying in our heart centre and connecting and going into flow. And it, but it's it's connecting to our if we connect to our energy, if we are aware of our energy and where our energy is. Um, so feelings, emotions, as well, those sorts of things. Then it's a barometer of what we need to look at. It's a barometer of where we are. If yeah. we're feeling happy and excited, no, oh, it's Christmas coming up, and I'm really excited to see the family and happy vibes, nice, nice energy, then we're going to have a great time. If we're yeah. going into Christmas with the, oh, you know, the Grinch sort of bar humbug, <laughs> which, you know, been there before, um, <laughs> then Christmas won't necessarily, or that time with friends and family won't necessarily pan out in the way that, well, it will it'll pan out in the way we expect it to because we will attract ne negativity and grumpiness and... Yeah, that self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's that barometer of... I'm feeling I'm feeling low. So if we, you know, I think I've, we talked about scale. You know, if you were to use a scale of say minus ten to plus ten, where minus ten is, you know, almost don't want to get out of bed, leave me alone, world. I'm not interested in communicating with anybody. To plus ten being bouncing off the wall, completely hyper. Then for me, using that, and I do use that scale. For me, using that scale, if I'm anything less than a plus three or a plus four. If I'm anything lower than that, I'm looking at, okay, what do I need to do to raise my vibration? What do I need to do? Why am I feeling, if I'm feeling a minus anything, it's like, oh, what's happened? What's going on? Why am I feeling like that? So questioning myself and I use my feelings and my emotions and, and how I'm feeling in a moment as a barometer of where am I? What do I need to do? Do I need to let go of something? Do I need to journal? Do I need to go for a walk and, and release something? Do I need to cry? Do I need, you know whatever it might be to so using our how we feel in this particular moment as a indicator as a barometer of where we are and what we might need to look at or question as you were sort of yeah. saying earlier and, and that's you know that's a skill that that we all need to to learn more and do more you know tuning into our bodies our bodies are really clever <laughs> they can tell us so much about things that are, that are going on within us but we need to we need to learn to tune back into them and listen to them and and discover what it is that they're actually trying to tell us um, so that we can really get a feel of what's going on and, and what we need to address. Yeah. We talked about that quite a bit in the dis-ease episode. We did, yeah. Which for listeners, ones, wasn't it? episode two. There you go. Back in March, 7th of March, 2022. Oh. Wow. I know. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else that stands out? I think we've probably covered a lot of the things that, that I feel are really important and you obviously do as well. Is there anything else that you can think of, Jane? No, they're, they're the things that stood out to me that I feel right to mention, you know, that, that have come up in this. Um, as 
I think the only other thing is that what I've noticed is that as we've gone through episodes, there are plenty of times when, you know, like, you know, Sarah, um, we don't plan these. We don't script them. We have no idea what other than picking the topic title. We have no idea where the conversation's going. It's done immediately before the, the record button. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, and what's interesting to me is the fact that all of it is like a it's like a little spider's network of 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 threads between the the different podcasts where which is why we've done this particular podcast in this way where there are underlying themes there are links between all of the topics that we've covered it's not uh, a single topic is just about that everything relates to and interacts with everything else at some level which which just shows how everything is interlinked which yeah. it is we're all interlinked um even if we don't realize it and and um and yeah and it and it's i think it's really great the way that things have panned out and how it how it all interlinks because it it just it just gives that well shows it just shows people um how nothing is ever isolated it's there's always things that are leading into it or coming out of it that are important for us to be aware of um to be able to to move forward yeah absolutely so that well wow. brings us to a wrap on 2022 and and the start of these podcasts and who knows exactly where 2023 is going to go other than we haven't run out of anything to talk about yet. So. No, we haven't yet. <laughs> we uh, we seem to get a lot of guidance from our intuition and from our hearts, don't we, as to what we need to do. So I am sure that we will um, be busy recording more podcasts for 2023 um, to keep our to, to, to keep our listeners uh, listening. So um, thank you to all of you that have listened to our podcasts. Um, if you've enjoyed them, please, please share them for us. Um, you know, it does help with getting them out there to other people as well. We've got them on as many platforms as we can at the moment. But um, please feel free even to, to share the, the podcast with people that you feel um, may um, may be interested in listening put them out on your social media platforms for us all of that kind of thing is you know will be really helpful and it will help so many other people as well i'm sure um to to listen to to some of our discussions and to pick up on some of the things that we've suggested that people can do to help themselves yeah absolutely so, and so there we go let's wish everyone a, a very happy prosperous and in flow 2023 Absolutely. Yes. Step into the flow as you move into 2023. Thank you to everyone. Thanks very much. Bye. For the last time this year, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm -hmm.